With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to an all games radio network broadcast of allgames.com. Allgames.com. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy. The voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Lori Holden, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to Zombie Cast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 295, where I'm Sean. I'm Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us, iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, and ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Enter that, then click the Discord chat. It's best to get the Discord app uh, on all devices. But uh, we, we've moved our chat to Discord, uh, which is great, at allgames.com forward slash chat. So be sure to click the Discord chat. Don't go into the normal chat, as all you zombies used to do. Uh, but we do want to remind you guys to go to, uh, if you want to hear us live, but you cannot join us live, on all devices. Google Home, Amazon Echo. Gaming devices, consoles, tablets, phones, and even the new digital car stereos, which come in all cars, get the TuneIn app, the free version. It's all you need. ZombieCast, all you got to do is add All Games Radio, Then we will come out of any device, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, every Monday night. We do, do want to remind you guys to go to ZombieResearchSociety.com. It's with the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles, and you can listen to ZombieCast in podcast form. On the very front page of that. So on the right side towards the bottom, 
And we do want to thank George Romero, Matt Moak, Zambathon, Dave Marks, all the guys over there at the Society. It's having us as the one and only official radio show of the ZombieResearchSociety.com. And while you're over on the social medias, go to Facebook and Twitter, follow and like ZombieCast World to keep up with us all through you the You got to smash that like button. You got to smash it. You got to smash that like button. And, uh, oh, sorry. Is, is there a like button? Yeah, there's a like and there's a follow <laughs> and there's a, okay. there's a dipper button. Uh, you oh, click the dip button, but uh, what about Benjamin the, buttons? Uh, Benjamin button over there? Yeah, Benjamin buttons over here. But uh, the ones that click the dipper button, those who know know. Those who don't, uh, wish they did. So click that dipper button. And uh, Matto is uh, all right. Up in the far north, I, I don't know how to explain this. What, what did his son do? He speared the the moose. His well, son turned his son turned six years old uh, recently. Little Xander turned six, and is this Canadian tradition when a child, uh, boy or girl, turns six, they are stripped of all their clothes, given a spear, and sent into the wild, into the mountains. For three wow. days to hunt and kill and bring back uh, their very first kill in the form of a giant Canadian moose. And uh, we're pleased to say that Xander, Xander uh, he barely made it, but he came back uh, dragging – he's very strong for six – dragging a full moose. And Matt is up there right now having it stuffed uh, so he can mount it for Xander and you know put it in, the, put it in his bedroom. So Xander will always remember his first kill. And, and t- Xander, congratulations. You are a – Full-blooded Canadian today. I heard you. Yeah. Oh, Matt's here. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Matt. So, 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 six years old, male or female, they get the spear, they hunt the moose. They're, they're, the stripped, they're stripped naked and sent into the wild. Yeah, three, three days for for seventy-two hours, three days yep. for three for three three moons, Matt. For three moons, three moons. That's why and you got to wait till July. Yeah, and they have to. Uh, they have to uh, hunt. See, so luckily Xander lucked out that his birthday was actually near. Some, yeah. some kids aren't as fortunate, and they perish in the in the frozen in the frozen wild. Uh, <laughs> but Xander lucked out. He's one of the lucky ones. The the, the angels smiled on him, yeah. and uh, he came back with his. Well, the uh, guys, I got to tell you, it was uh, it was touch and go there for a second because we track them. Like we track, we got drones now. We watch our children go through the ceremony. And I swear there was there was a point in time where that moose just had Xander back into a corner, but uh, thank God he uh, he got the fire in him and just went for the eyes. He blinded the moose. It was a big struggle. We couldn't really see, but uh, in the end, he came back with that moose's head. And tell us, tell us, be prouder. Tell us about the moment Xander landed the the killing stroke. Well, you can (laughs) you can tell you can tell the moose. I mean, the moose tries to apologize right before you kill it. It's God. Yeah, it kind of just bows its head and he goes. But that's that's when you have to strike, right? Because it bears the front of its like its brain. So you got to can't just... show any remorse. You can't show sadness or feeling for the for the moose. You've got to just take it down. So uh, we just came back from drinking the moose's blood, and I got to tell you, I have uh, just a proud dad tonight. Just a proud proud, proud dad. dad, man. Congrats, I'm, man. I'm a member of Canada. Thanks, buddy. It was. Uh... Wait, what, do you ever? Have, what was it like when you killed your first moose? This must be you must must been having memories of your first moose kill. Didn't go as it was not as clean. I got to tell you. Um, first of all, I killed a bear by accident. I thought it was a moose. God, they, God, you must have felt stupid. I felt stupid, but when you go out, like you're high as a kite, right? Like you, yeah. you start the ceremony high as a kite. So I thought it was a moose. It turned out to be a bear. I killed the bear. The moose came out to see what the hell was going on. And that's when I realized my mistake. I fixed it, 
So I came back with like a, both a moose and a bear head. I thought you were going to say you fixed it by you brought the bear back to life using ancient Canadian voodoo magic. Oh, sh- you know what? That was an option. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't click the B button, right? No, I did not. So, uh, uh, yeah, like father, so like Matt, son. Say. Matt, I'm happy for little Xander. Uh, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad you made the show. You know, as it was, uh, you were prepping the moose, and uh, you know what? The ceremony went faster than I guess we thought. So glad yeah. to have you. Well, you know, it, we only got a few years. So little Winnie is sent out there, uh, stripped naked, given a spear, and sent out. What, what, what month was she born in? Well, she's in September. It's a whole different thing okay, for females. Okay, okay. Well, at a least whole it's, different thing for the it's females. Gonna be a, it's going to yeah. be a little warmer. It's but it's still getting starting to get kind of into that fall area. So you know, she's going to yeah. have a little harder time. But yeah. uh, you know, I think I think she'll pull through, and you're going to have another uh, another moose to stuff. Well, yeah. she she saw Xander go through it, so I think she's inspired. She's ready yeah. to go. Uh, it's going <laughs> to be big, awesome. Big brother can give her some tips before she goes. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> but guys, tonight on the show we do have an awesome guest, and he has been at San Diego Comic Con uh, for the past few days. Hanging out with a lot of celebrities, seeing panels, and a lot of stuff that we saw on TV. But, uh, you know, this guy experiences it every year. You know, he spends lots of coin to go there, traveling, mm. airfare, taxis, hotels, the whole nine yards. Hookers, booze. Hooker, Definitely hookers. Definitely hookers. With his wife and kids. Uh, <laughs> but from Uncanny X-Bros, Mr. Onslaught himself, Gabriel Olea. Welcome back to ZombieCast, man. How are you? Are you on mute, Gabe? Hey, motherfucker, I'm doing great. Gabe here the whole time? Gabe. Yeah. Marvel rules, bitches. Is that Gabe? That's my Gabe impression. He was here that whole bit. Oh, my God. Now he's gone. Yeah. Man, okay. Well, it shows he's on the call. Did he click a... No. Did he click a mute button? Do you think he was, like, commenting through the whole thing and we were just ignoring him? He probably was a commenting, but we didn't hear him, and he got his feelings hurt, so he quit. Yeah. Gabe, now, we didn't hear you, dude. Now, Gabe is from the far west. Uh, He's from the desert. From the they desert. The internet there. There's, yeah. a, there's a whole bit we could do right now, but we've done it many times. Gabe, come back. Get, Get back before they start the bit. He said, I, he texted me, <laughs> said, I don't, do the bit. I, don't, I don't think uh, so that, uh, that I'm muted. So maybe uh, maybe we can hang up and Tiger can re-add him back to the call. Because he was talking pre-show. Just burst your way into here. He said, life. I'm trying. Hold on. He's not going to hang up. So, uh, 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 it's like, what was that skit on Saturday Night Live where the teleprompter would go out and they would just all freak out and start running into the walls and oh, the stuff? the newscaster? <laughs> yeah, you remember that? <laughs> that was hilarious. And what was the other one? Was it Mr. Peepers where he would eat the apples? Yeah, that was Chris Kattan. He was, or he was a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Will Ferrell, wasn't it? No, it was Will. Uh, Chris Kattan was Mr. Peepers. He was the monkey. Yeah. Yes, but but he was Matt, also Mango. That's such but, a he would, but he would Mango. get on. Was a Will Ferrell's back? Is what I meant. Oh yeah. Well, I think Will Ferrell played one of the scientists that created Mr. Peepers. They had a whole thing where they went to where Mr. Peepers' origins were, and they went to a lab and. Hmm. Uh. So Matt, is there snow up there? Uh, yeah, uh, it was kind of a humid day today. It finally rained. We've had a heat wave, actually, for the past like months. It's been so bad here in North Carolina. I can't imagine how it is there in Georgia, Ted. It's been it's been actually very cool here. Yep. It's, been... it's, only, it's only 80 degrees. It's, not, it's really not bad. Yeah. 
Okay. So trying to add Gabe back now. Uh, looks like he left. Tiger. So add Gabe back, and uh, we'll see if we can get him. And if not, we'll bring him in next week. And uh, and I, actually, I'm going to be at the beach next week. Daddy, uh, I want to hear about Comic Con, and I want to hear about it now. Daddy, now, no, Daddy. Daddy. I want to hear about Comic Con now. You're like Bruca Salt, right? <laughs> yes. Should we try phoning like uh, hanging up, phoning back, or? I don't care how. I want it now. Let's see if I can add him back. Where's he at? How do you add people? There you go. Gabriel? Olea? There you Daddy, go. Do you want huh? some sausage? I think Gabe. Daddy, do you, you want, want some sausage? sausage? <laughs> you want some sausage? Uh, Nickel, anybody who knows what that's from. <laughs> what is that from? Freddy Got Fingered? Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> Daddy, oh, do you want some right. sausage? All right, Ted. So I've been on the fence. It seems like I bought Movie Pass. Right at the worst time, right whenever they change things. Oh. And now, uh, is Gabe with us? Gabe! <gasps> Hello, Gabe. I don't know what's going on. It's freaking me out, man. Yeah, he's on. See, I see the Skype out, thing on man. his side lighting up, but I don't hear anything. Is his mic plugged in or whatever? Is your mic plugged in, Gabe? Can Gabe, you is your mic your plugged headset? in? Have you tried resetting it, Gabe? Can you hear me? Yes. Hey. Yes. Hey. You're real, you're real low. Can you turn it up? Okay. Let me let me fix it. Let me fix it. Let me fix it. Sorry, guys. I oh, haven't done good, this in man. a while. So we'll edit it. I think the last time I did it was with the Infinity War. So it's you're uh, always clear too, man. I'm not a expert podcast. Yeah. So uh, from Uncanny X Pros, Mr. Onslaught himself, Mr. Gabriel Olaya Gila Master Desert Cactus. <laughs> desert cactus. That's Gila Monster Desert Cactus. Man, I like it. I like it. So how are you, Gabe? Three amigos. Arriba. Did we lose him again? No, Gabe. He's just trying to get a word in edgewise. Okay, we'll shut up, Gabe. How you doing? <laughs> Pete's sake, Gabe. It's one button. I think he gets wood when he you gets had on. one job. I think, he <laughs> see, I think he gets on and sees that picture of me and Matt kiss me kissing little Matt, yeah. and he just you know can't hold. <laughs> a lot together. of guests actually complain about that picture. They can't concentrate when they get on the show. Yeah, that's all I'm looking at is those big lips on side of Matt's face. Mm-hmm. Miniature Matt. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking at that today. Has that been up for like two, three years or something? <laughs> like, so. at what point does that get changed? Uh, maybe just never. Never. I, I don't even think I've. Know how to change my Skype thing. What? Well, that's a treat. You know what I should do? I should, I should add to it where it's me kissing little Matt, and Matt is like uh, kissing little or Sean. And it's, <laughs> and it's like one of those Russian dolls where you just keep taking the parts, the tops off, and there's smaller dolls inside of it. I like it. That's yeah. Cool. But what I was going to tell you was it seems, you know, they, they started adding fees to Movie Pass for highlight nights, right? For, for, Popular movie time. So, like, if you wanted to go see a new movie that came out, it'd be like a three dollar and say twenty five cent surcharge with your movie pass to see it like at eight o'clock on a Friday. Yeah. Really? They're adding. They're at, they added like prime time. I haven't noticed none about that. Yep. They added like. So, That's if you want to go to a good showing, they added like a extra. Yeah, yeah. which is still not bad. It's like three bucks. But it's the point, though. But every showing on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday has That's that red good. tag on it. You have to pay a premium to see it. 
Like tonight, I can go see whatever movie I want to. But the thing that got me was Jurassic Park over this past weekend was st- you had to pay to see it. This is an example of they their business model, which made no sense to anybody. Like, how the hell are you even staying in business? Keep charging nine it's bucks Netflix a month. To go see they got money. Nine bucks a month to see thirty movies a month. I mean, it doesn't make sense. So now they're having to find ways to yeah subsidize. I don't think money. it was a sustainable model to begin with. Now they're like, oh shit. Well, I remember when Movie Pass first came out. I think we talked about it here on ZombieCast. It was, I think, it was like thirty nine ninety five a month. Where do you, where do you see the red tag? I'm looking at the app. I don't see any red tags, but it is a not a really big movie night Monday. Yeah, what what Friday, Saturday, and Sundays? Uh, okay. it, it seems like it seems like everything's open uh, during the week, which is still fine. But you know, you know, how long would Jurassic Park stay on there? Not all the movies on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday have a premium. Like uh, the Uncle Drew didn't, uh, Sicario didn't, uh, a few of the movies, but still, Jurassic Park is what three weeks deep, four weeks yeah. deep, and uh, to still have to pay to see you know the, the premium shows is is kind of weird. But one thing that I did realize, Ted, was you was talking about you could not pre-buy tickets, mm-hmm. and I've learned that if you go check in, it's like you go check in in the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't think Movie Pass because we done it, and the lady said that Movie Pass doesn't know what time you really buy the movie tickets for. They just credit the card with the money, and you buy the ticket. So you know, we actually went early one morning. Oh yeah, yeah, you can do eight I've PM tickets. Yeah, you can go in the morning and get tickets. It's just, my whole thing was I wish you could buy tickets like two days in advance, you know, for a big movie that's just sold out. Because I, I have like when a Quiet Place came but out, I, I think drove- you can. No, yeah, I don't think because it's a money thing. You can't not buy them, a, but you can't buy them a thing, different right? day from the day you're seeing it. You can buy them the same day, like so you you can go at like nine in the morning buy a ticket for a nine p.m. showing, but you can't go on Thursday to buy a ticket for a Friday showing. Got you. So, and I wish you could, and I don't know why they won't let you, but I mean, it's it's like I don't mind having to go to the theater to guarantee getting tickets. I understand they won't let you do it online because you know there's convenience fees and all that weird stuff, but. They should at least let me, like, if there's a big movie opening Friday I want to see and I want to be sure I get tickets, I should be able to drive to the theater on Tuesday and buy my ticket. You should. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. I still love the movie pass. I mean, we're oh, yeah. still so, going to use it. But, you know, they went to see Mama Mia Friday night, and it cost them six bucks. You know, it was yeah. just Freeman, Mommy, and Chloe. They went that's, to see it. And, and it, it, it was still a deal because, you know, it was $12 to see one movie. So to have a movie pass and be able to, you know, experienced the open night because you know they went in there and, and it was full and they you know people were singing every song and clapping and crying together so you know it was a good experience <laughs> for chloe but it's, it's the, the one movie that Not i, I want to go see was Not unfriended me. and unfriended had a premium on it. i'm gonna go see it tonight at 10 o'clock oh, I it's wanna, uh, what it's gonna do is stop you from it's gonna stop people from going trying to go to like the first primetime screening and just waiting a couple of days but what gets me is is they're paying the price no matter what. So why are they putting a pause on, on when you can go? Yeah. Are they just trying to make money back? Because you know it's say twelve dollars on Friday and twelve dollars on Monday. So is it the anxiousness them trying to get three dollars back? I guess I guess they're trying to make money off of it. Well, I'm looking at mine. Like I said, I, I haven't seen Ant Man yet, but I'm fully planning to go like this week, and I don't see any red. That's a pretty new movie, and I don't see any red tags on the app yeah but i mean I'll, I'll check in on this like maybe friday and see if there's anything that appears yeah to, j- just let me know 
See, I how unfriended it is, Sean. Can you put like a little Twitter review tonight? Yeah, I will. I'm going to get to see it alone. Ashton doesn't want to see it. Freeman, mommy, Better dad. than the bye-bye man. I'll, I'll yeah. fly, fly me hey. out. I'll, I'll go see it with you. <laughs> there was a new trailer that came out. What was it called? Hellfast? Did you see that trailer, Tad? No. Hellfast. Hellfast. There, there were a lot of trailers that came out because of Comic-Con. Yeah, and there's one called Hellfest, and I put it in our chat, and I said, could this be the new Michael Myers or the Jason Voorhees? I really wish you would go watch that trailer right now, because it looks like it's from the, the executive producer of The Walking Dead, but it it's it looks kind of like a Rob Zombie-ish film. Hellfest, H-E-L-L-F-A-S-T? Hellfest. Hellfest. All right, I will watch this right now, and I will Gabe. tell y'all what I think. Talk about I'm back. Talk uh, hey, game. I'm back. Sorry, guys. All right, so go watch that, Ted, and then we'll talk about this trailer. Did you see that trailer, Ted? I mean, uh, game called Hellfest. Do you want me to? No, put a I saw you posted streams? it. No, I saw you posted it last night. Well, but well, I didn't it's watch more of a physical trailer, but it's more. I think. I think where you're actually, you know. What was the movie where the guy that had the wings that attacked the school bus? Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. We, we thought we were going to get a, a new villain with that, but I think it, he kind of faded away. But I think this new movie, Hellfest, is going to be a new Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers. Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers, they, they made, I thought, two pretty good movies. Then they took forever to make the third one. The third one was like straight to Netflix. Yeah. So you can watch the Hellfest one, Ted? I'm watching it right now. Because that, okay, think, so you so you guys can hear me real quick. Yeah, yeah, correct. Okay, good, good. Sorry, uh, I'm back. You're good. Hey, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, sorry about that, man. I know it's oh, it's yeah. tough trying to work out the kinks during a podcast, but I thought it was going to be good to go. Now, Gabe, I don't want you to be upset, but because it took you a little while to get on, we're going to skip over all the the desert questions this this time. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Bummer. <laughs> I thought that's why you wanted to be on the show. Oh, I, I, I listened to the whole moose debacle, so uh, <laughs> so I, I was I heard most of the story while I was trying to look, get the mic. Matt's microphone. kid's a fucking badass. He's six and he slayed like a nine hundred pound moose. Go, I mean, yeah. look at that. By the way, the rite of passage is a and Canadian. Then he dragged right? it all the way back to, out of the mountain. But You're supposed to Ted. send an offering, by the way, Gabe. So yeah. whenever you want to get on that, but think of what we're missing, Ted. Acme bombs. Roadrunners, coyotes. It would have been awesome. For, it's, uh, well, see, you guys had to kill the uh, the moose. We have to kill uh, local javelinas. They're called. Oh. What the hell yeah, is that? they're like wild boars. Check them out. Google the javelina. Wait, man. What's what's they're the blind wild boar? And uh, out where out where Gabe lives, when the kid turns six, they have to go into the desert and kill a graboid. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to Wait, bring it back. What's the legendary like creature, tremors. the chimichanga or something, the chimichurro? What's the little, like, gremlin Oh, the creature? chupacabra. The chupacabra, that's right. <laughs> oh, there was a Walking Dead episode named that. You got to look for a chupacabra. It was like that's Daryl went Daryl. looking for his brother. Yeah. So, so, Gabe, once again, you returned to Comic-Con uh, and, and yes. San Diego Comic-Con, mm-hmm. which, which is, like – the largest in the world. The largest in the world is, is the craziness, and it's not uncommon to to have every celebrity in the world there. I mean, I think this is bigger than Cannes and bigger than the Academy Awards. I mean, it, it's it's huge of what it does for pop culture. And oh, absolutely. Like, like to see somebody like The Rock or Tom Cruise, you know, is is really 
fandom stardom type place, right? Oh yeah, and I think a lot of stars like to uh, like to show up unannounced a lot of the times. Like apparently, John Cena was walking the streets of the Gaslamp District dressed as oh, Bumblebee. Cool. From the new movie, <laughs> the new Transformers movie. So there's video of he, that. he revealed himself a lot of the times. Yeah, there's video of that. He revealed himself quite a few times when he was doing interviews. But um, yeah, he was walking around. The costume wasn't even that good. So I think it kind of threw people off that it could have just been anybody <laughs> under that costume. So What's he that in? was actually what? pretty cool. Like, why He's in he Bumblebee. He's in Bumblebee. He's the villain apparently. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, which is the – Bumblebee origin story, I guess. Wait, so John Cena, was he dressed as like a car or something? Yeah, the actual Bumblebee character. Maybe Tiger can put a picture of him in the chat or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. uh, Yeah, and then Johnny Depp apparently showed up at the the new Fantastic Beast panel dressed up as the villain for the, well, the someone second makes movie. Someone a new Pirates movie so I can bring you in. <laughs> how, how, how stoned out of his fucking mind was Johnny Depp? He's oh, dude, he's doing also. anything right now for, for, for a dollar. So I think... <laughs> so yeah, he, uh, he showed up and yeah, yeah I, I think he is. I think he's, uh, he's doing he, anything he can. I remember Nicolas Cage filed for bankruptcy and Johnny Depp paid all of his bills off at one time. I, Nicholas, I, think, I think I need that money back. Are you? From what I heard, Johnny, <laughs> yeah. pretty pretty bad financial trouble. Well, he he, he got he had a divorce. And all, I mean, he went through a divorce and a bunch of other. Yeah. Things. So yeah, there's there's quite a few celebrities that show up, dude, on a regular so, basis. Yeah. So so you go to a lot of the panels, a lot of the Marvel stuff, a lot of stuff with the celebrities, like like. Uh, yeah, you know, with the new Aquaman, you you saw the full cast of that. Like in the past, you know, you saw Superman, Wonder Woman, and all all the stuff like that. Yeah. And we talked about it before, but 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 how, how was your day at Comic Con? Do you do they have do they have uh, schedules uh, for yeah, the they, entire Comic Con, or do you have to go to Marvel and get their schedule, and go here and get their schedule, and there and their schedule, and then plan your day, or how, how does it work? Okay, uh, Marvel this year decided not to show up as far as the Marvel Studios, so. They're holding a uh, convention next year called D23, which is Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel all combined. And that's, that's, the, that's, the, Disney, that's, that's right. the Disney thing, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that Chip, Chip I think, went year. to last year. Yeah. So they opted out of – the Mar- Marvel Studios opted out of attending Comic-Con this year. But they had the Marvel Netflix shows. They had the Marvel like TV shows like The Gifted and S.H.I.E.L.D. Those all showed up. So – You've got different sections of the convention. You've got the Hall H, which is like the Mecca Hall where you see the panels from. Yeah, where you've seen the big ones, the Walking Dead, the uh, Aquaman, the Wonder Woman. I mean, um, you see all the big panels there. Well, those ones at Hall H, you literally have to sleep over probably – not sleep over, but you have to camp out. I'm thinking, yeah, about two or three in the afternoon for the next day to – to, to get yeah. in. Well, we oh, had that uh, author on. Who was that author we hung out with, Matt, in Atlanta? John Davies. No, uh, not John Jonathan Davies. Davis. Is Davis? Jonathan, yeah, okay. Jonathan Davis. He had the book 900 Miles, and he actually done the, the camp out thing, and yeah. he was talking about how he bad he stunk and was groggy, and it was a fun experience, but he said it was hell. Well, think about it. They put, they put a bunch of tents on the side of the convention, and under those tents, everybody just lines up and they bring like their chairs or sleeping bags. And all you're doing is going into a hall to sit in a panel for – and the thing is with those panels, you can go in the morning 
and literally stay in the evening. So you could go – say if Aquaman was at 10 a.m. and you want to see uh, Walking Dead at 4, you technically don't have to leave. You can mm-hmm. sit in that air-conditioned panel from 10 to 4 and just watch as the big – uh, names in the big movie uh, studios start coming in with different people. So if you're a hardcore movie fanatic and you want to see all these stars, more power to you because there is no fucking way I would ever do that. I love I didn't know you Studios, had to... but I would never do that. I didn't know you could just sit. You're going to sit in the hall in the chair and just be like, nope. And so when Aquaman – Yeah, they never, yeah, you yeah, can, they never you kick know, you out. Once like, you're in, you're in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I do want to take a moment. I do want to thank the Zombie Research Society for promoting us. They just put a tweet out. Thank you, guys. Thanks, yeah. Uh, yeah, once but, you're in the Hall H, you're in Hall H. So um, that's why that one year... That's weird, man. It seems Marvel like that they would be like, get out. We're going to re-up it. Well, you have to get out for the day. So when the convention closes, yeah, you're done for that day. But if you wanted to they see let you go out Walking to- Dead that morning in Marvel Studios that night, you could, they, you could uh, see uh, him. Yeah, you question, can go use the question. bathroom. Do they let you go, you go out uh, and pee between the... Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Always yeah, you get wristbands. You get, you get wristbands to come in and out. So yeah, okay. you do get a chance. And they line you up on the side of the convention, so people can't just sneak into Hall H. It's heavily guarded by security around. So you've got one entrance on the side that I think like two thousand people fit in that Hall H, or maybe more. And uh, so the famous uh, scenes you guys have seen over the years with Comic Con is like when all the Avengers showed up. And then uh, Josh Brolin showed up to, to reveal the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, the Suicide Squad all showed up. Um, all those years that you were seeing that on TV was happening in Hall H. Cool. Okay, yeah. so so you were That's actually yeah. – last year you were with Will Smith, Jared Leto, uh, you know, the, the complete cast of, of Suicide Squad. That was the year Squad. before. Last year was – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Justice League, yeah. And then uh, – so was that Hall H? No, no, no. So the way that works is that when they're done with Hall H, you as a fan are on the exhibit hall. You can go to the DC Comics booth um, where they have all the like the costumes for the upcoming movies. Right. They have artists that are signing there. It's a gigantic booth in the middle of the exhibit hall. If you stand there and wait a couple hours while you're just looking at the costumes and chit-chatting with your friends, the whole cast – from Hall H panel will come down escorted with security to uh, meet the fans and do signings of the limited edition posters or autographs that that they did that they were a lot that they're eligible for at Hall just H. For, just for so everybody Comic-Con. from Hall H, yeah, just so everybody that's making the big DC movies are coming down from Hall H to do a signing. That's when you got to take advantage of it. And that's when we met Will Smith and Jared Leto and Margot Robbie, Gal Gadot, Chris Pine. Mm. Because if you get there early enough and you mm, sit there Chris for a Pine. couple hours, <laughs> <laughs> if you get there and sit there oh, for a couple Lord. hours, they'll actually come into the audience and chit chat with you and, and bullshit. So Jason Momoa did that this year. Mm. Uh, with uh, Amber <laughs> that's, a, that's a sexy dude, man. I followed his Instagram. <laughs> and he, he put a post out last night that somebody was mocking him, uh, fake Jason Momoa. But that's just a fun-looking dude. Like he, he like, like he looks he, like he he totally to have a, a rusted motorcycle him. everywhere he goes. He sleeps like in a sleeping bag, and he'll go rock climbing and, and just hanging out. And, and it's like way M- Matthew McConaughey used to have the the camper and would go stay in campgrounds and stuff. If you follow Jason Momoa's. Uh, Instagram, he does a lot of stuff like that. He, you know, he, it's nothing for him to sleep in a tent, you know, when it's eighty degrees at night in the desert. 
or doing this or doing that, and uh, it yeah. just seems like it's real down to earth. He's the dude, my, my, my wife would drop me on a dime for that guy. She loves Jason Momoa, dude. Yeah. She is in love with I him. Just him. Jason. Was I know he had an Instagram. I just followed Jason Momoa. Yeah. Look at this fucking dude. I know. His eyes suck you in. This is like the, cat, this is like the, the Mercedes Benz of people. <laughs> you know none of us can rock long hair like that, but that guy uh, uh, pulls it off. I think Matt can pull it off. Matt, how long would it take you to grow your hair like this? Like I'm going to try. I'm going to go Jason Momoa in about a month. That's my transformation from right, Matt Bradford to Jason but Momoa. Those Samoans, man, they got the hair. They got everything. Fucking rock. Yeah, yeah, for real. I gotta take a minute, guys. I gotta get over this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but who was it? We had Lou Temple, which was Axel from The Walking Dead here on the show one time, and he had just got done doing uh, The Lone Ranger and Rango with Johnny Depp. And we were like, Man, what you know, what was it like with Depp at night? And he was like, Man, that dude's eyes. <laughs> He's like, I'm heterosexual as they come. He's like, those those dreamy eyes are Wow. <laughs> so, Jason Momoa is the same way. He'll suck you in, Matt. Get a grip. Well, you said so, two words so yeah, that I like. What? No, sorry. So going forward, I would never, uh, I would never sit and, and do those overnight panels. But I do get lucky pretty much every year and have like a little Comic Con moment where uh, I get to run Long into time. somebody. So on the yeah, exhibit, to get a picture yeah. with uh, Andrew Lincoln five minutes before he runs into me. <laughs> oh, I know. That was oh yeah that's right you went that year Ted and yeah. then Gabe was walking what down the sidewalk it's, when I, it's like when I met Gabe I texted Gabe and said where are you at let's meet up and when we meet up and he's like guess what happened five minutes ago Andrew Lincoln <laughs> was right here look at this picture I'm like what the fuck yeah that's uh, that's classic Comic Con uh, lore in my book for me <laughs> what what and uh, Uncle Merle almost ran over you right yeah yeah and then you saw Daryl in a car riding down the road and got pictures yeah we did this year uh, as far as zombie, uh, we didn't do anybody. I did see Greg Nicotero and his son walking around uh, looking for something. They were like right in front of me. Um, just I think they were getting something at the local deli. I think a lot of people don't like recognize him too quick because everybody kind of looks Probably like him. Not. It's walking yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. But what we did, me and my son did get a really cool experience. We were at the Marvel booth. Okay, there's the Marvel booth on the exhibit hall and then there's a DC booth. Well, the Marvel booth has this giant – TV screen and along the TV screen they got a merchandise booth. They got one end you could play the new Spider-Man game. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, so there was a line for that, and then on the other side there was uh, booths where people were signing. Well, throughout the day they have a Marvel schedule of different uh, panels or uh, or just presentations they're doing. So when we got there, we were walking by one of the booths, and me and my son looked up. My my son was like, "Hey, there's Iron Fist." So. The guy that plays Iron Fist in the new Marvel Netflix series, him, the girl that plays uh, Colleen uh, Wing, and then uh, Misty Knight from Luke Cage, uh, the girl that plays Patsy Walker, Jeff Loeb, all those characters from season two of, of Iron Fist 2 were, were there signing the posters because they had just come back from their panel as well. So as long as you get within the red carpet, you could sit there and kind of take pictures. Well, somehow there was like an opening – between like the Red Sea parted from the red carpet to where the uh, ropes were at for me and my son. So we started mm-hmm. slowly walking up, taking pictures, and we're like, oh, this is kind of cool. So we were literally right along the rope right in front of them, and they were taking pictures and this and that and 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 signing their posters. Well, there's Marvel ushers in front of us, and they started asking trivia or, 
or so forth. So they were just like bullshitting with the fans. So all of a sudden, right in front of us, the one of the Marvel guys pulls up the rope, points at me, my son, and two other people. He goes, you, 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 and you, go up. We're like, what? We're like, yeah, go up. Yeah, sure. So we went around the corner, stood in line, got a poster signed by the whole fucking cast, and got to meet the whole Iron Man, Iron Fist cast. That's just like awesome. That. Yeah. I was cool. like, what the hell? Like, how in the hell does that happen? How it were they? Doesn't happen. Stuff like that doesn't happen at Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, the girl that plays Misty Knight is pretty damn hot. Um, the girl that plays uh, Colleen Wing, she's hot. Uh, Danny Rand is really, really nice guy. Super nice. They were all really, really Wait a nice. minute. Wait a minute. How hot was he? How hot was he? Hot. He was a hot dude, huh? Uh, he wasn't hot. The Ch- Misty Knight was hot. That's what I said. There you go. Damn. But yeah, that was uh, that was my Comic Con. That was my Andrew Lincoln moment that I could share with you guys. That it just came out of the blue. They just yanked, yanked us up on stage, and there was probably about. I'd say a hundred people behind me, and they all had to look like they wanted to, all the jealous eyes looking at me and my son. So yeah. you're like, nah, 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 yeah, exactly. nah, 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 nah. Did you get a chance to play the new Spider-Man game, or even look? You at know it? what? I could have stayed in line to do it, yeah. but eh, I just, dude, every, they, they should. I guess Conan did a bit the week before Comic Con. He called it Line Con because every fucking thing in the Comic Con is a line. You have to wait in line for everything. Everything yeah. is a line. The bathroom, the Starbucks, the uh, <laughs> escalator. Just go up the escalator to go the elevator is a fucking line. To get in is a line. To Hall H. To I bet everything. it's chaos. It's 155,000 people a day packed in this gigantic ex- exhibition hall. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. See, we have that. We have something shit. like that where I live, Gabe. Uh, we have the literally five miles from our house, and it's. A massive convention center, but we have the World Furniture Market is uh, based in High Point, which is five miles from us, and they do it twice a year. But like Russia, I mean, there's like literally like a half a million people that come into town for this furniture market, and all the stores buy the furniture for their stores throughout the world during this furniture market. But, dude, it's, it's chaos, and I heard it's chaos to go there. Like you're talking about, it's just mass people in one gigantic building. But there's yeah, a lot of stuff outside that building, right? So, like, if you went to Comic Con and didn't have tickets, oh, you could there, you could spend events, all day doing events stuff throughout on, the yeah. city, right? Oh yeah, absolutely across the tracks. See, it the uh, the convention center ends at the end of the harbor area by the downtown. So there's a there's a, there's a trolley train tracks in between it. So which separates the convention center from the gas lamp district, which is the downtown district. Well, in that area, all a bunch a bunch of the uh, studios have things set up like the walking dead had the dead quarters um they had a jack ryan uh obstacle course for that new uh john krasinski uh, net, uh amazon show they jack had uh, the jack ryan show yeah the jack ryan show <laughs> they had this thing called the petco experience where you could go and <laughs> and experience uh different parts of like different shows were like the simpsons uh, family Guy. They all had little booths set up. Oh wait, wait. Is, is the is the park like called Petco Park? Petco Park. That's where the oh, Padres see, play. When yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah. said that, I thought when you said the Petco Experience to be a place you can go and like play with kittens and puppies and shit. <laughs> the petting I swear, zoo, I, yeah. I, I was like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, Sorry, like, no, I should have been more. <laughs> and then I remembered it's called Petco Park. Yeah. What yeah, was that's the Jack Ryan Experience play? Oh, I'm sorry. 
they showed this gigantic helicopter with uh, up on the building, like it had crashed into it. I think it was just an obstacle course or something you would go through. But just like anything, it's another line you got to wait for, or you got to get a wristband for. Um, did you guys get a chance to see that uh, like futuristic Taco Bell that they had set up on the gas yeah, lamp? For the demolition man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we passed right by that. That was really cool. Apparently, Wesley Snipes showed up uh, to surprise the whole uh, Taco Bell. So, but it was like a nightclub. You had to get in only through like a wristband. You couldn't just go eat and order Taco Bell there. You had to. It was really, really. Everybody was dressed up like the cops from Demolition Man. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, and then Xbox. Had their set. They have a gaming section in the exhibition hall, so they have Xbox, PlayStation, and then a lot of the big games. Oh, Nintendo was there in full force doing the Smash Brothers. Um, Resident Evil had that VR experience that you could do. It was just a, a gigantic house that they put inside the exhibition hall where you could walk through and do the VR at the same time. Um, Mixer was there, and I think is that. I think that's where you had mentioned Hunted about getting the Sea of Thieves. Uh, code. I didn't even know where the hell the codes were. I think they were out on a boat somewhere. They had like a giant pirate ship out in the harbor. Yeah, see, I didn't when I don't go to the back end of the convention center, but I'm, uh, I'm I, I assume it was back there. Yeah, but Whatever. yeah, it's the DLC will be in the game for free anyway. It's just you get it early, and I said if you happen to see one, I, I will say though that that. Uh, the pirate guy, whatever that they had the exclusive figurine, that was pretty impressive, man. That you could get at the Xbox booth for the Sea of Thieves. I, who's the pirate guy that's all in black? Do you know? It's like a skeleton guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like Captain Flameheart. Okay. Well, they had him, like a little figurine statue, yeah. dude. That was really impressive. That I was actually thinking of buying that, but I'm. I'm not that. I mean, I love well, the game, but not enough to buy. I got. A, I have a friend who uh, uh, talked about some of the exclusives, or not necessarily exclusive, because he loves Overwatch. And they had like the Soldier Seventy Six Grill Master. It's one of the random, you know, so, the, the Overwatch characters wear different costumes. Oh, okay. yeah, and he yeah, said yeah. they were like, "We got the exclusive Grill Master Soldier Seventy Six Comic Con exclusive." And he said the next day he found like twenty of them at GameStop. Yeah, they've been doing that quite a bit, where they say they're exclusive, and then literally the next day they're they're yeah. selling them on on at Amazon that? or GameStop. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, oh well. But yeah, the yeah. Spider-Man game, Matt was dude. The the people there were crazy for that thing. Yeah, and they were de- handing out when you were done with it, you were getting limited edition Daily Bugle newspapers. Oh, neat. And, and yeah, and inside the newspaper was showing like instances where the spider-man was seen or like shocker had shown up but it was like a literally daily bugle newspaper uh that you would get after you were done playing the demo so that was That's pretty awesome cool. good think about all that gear is you got to have a like a good place to because you don't want to keep running to your car and everything you gotta have a good place especially posters to to keep them safe and not get bent because i gotta i have a story from a, uh, the first comic con i went to years ago this is a i think you'll all enjoy this story i don't know if i heard it uh i don't know if you heard it i mean I went to Comic-Con, and right at the beginning, the new Saw movie was coming out. And they were like, we got these Comic-Con exclusive Saw posters. You want one? I was like, fuck, yes. I love Saw. I want the poster. And I rolled it up, and I had, you know, I had my backpack, and I stuck it in the backpack, and I had it sticking out. And I spent the entire day making sure this poster did not get bent or folded or creased or anything because it wasn't in a tube. It was just in rubber bands. And that night... I get back to my motel room, and the lovely Rachel is there, and guess what happens? 
I she sits on your bag. Over. I feel like we're skipping over a very major part here. But yeah, well, guess she what sits happened? on the bag. I fucking, I fucking set. I have the poster sitting in the corner, and it's in a bag. And she's across the room, and she just for some reason thought the bag was the garbage bag. She no. chucks a box across the room and just smashes the poster. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and the poster was rolled up, so like it oh, sit, no. and the crease was just repeated. Suck it, Ted. And I was like, God fucking you damn it! Like a girl? Carrying this thing for twelve goddamn hours, and she was like, "Oh shit." Okay, there's a there's a uh, there's a tip for Comic Con people for those posters. You need to go to your local or the not local. You got to go in the area where they sell comic book supplies, and they've got these thin, hard plastic sleeves that you actually can put posters in, and they sell them no more than three or four bucks. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. It's my only comment. Yeah. Like a like, tube? I gotta keep this No, no, no. no. It's not a tube. It's a, thi- a thin plastic uh, sleeve. And it's, su- I mean, it's really, really hard plastic, but once you slide it in there, there's no way it's going to get damaged. So well, we, we bought a few of those. She threw that thing. It's like I saw, it, I saw it flying across the room in slow motion, and I was like, no! <laughs> My poster. I Gabe, saw a poster. Gabe, you bring up a good point. So uh, on one of your posts, it said, if you go to Comic-Con, go with someone who's been there before. Give us your tips for Comic-Con. I think I did this last year, too. Give us, like, your, your top tips for newbies going to Comic-Con. Yeah, for all cons. Uh, Well, for all cons, it's every con's different, dude, because uh, Comic-Con's... You basically have to plan now that you want to go to next year's... To next year's Comic Con. So first of all, you got to figure out how you're going to get in through the whole registration. That's a that's a big debacle. Like, I mean, like we mm-hmm. could take forever talking about that. But once you're once you decide to go, you pretty much have to put about I'm thinking about two or three grand away, and that's including Ooh. your hot yeah, you're including your hotel. However, you're going to get there, whether it be a vehicle or airplane, because um, the hotels, the, the city of San Diego, once they know it's Comic Con. Your local Hill, uh, Hampton Inn, which is sixty nine to one hundred twenty nine a night during the year, is going to be three forty nine to four twenty nine a night. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna they they really we, they jack those prices up really really high just for the Comic Con. So you got to plan first of all financially that you got to have that money put aside, and then once you get there, I. Dude, I, I don't stress it enough that you really, really should get with people or go on social media groups. There's tons of Facebook San Diego Comic-Con groups about people that have gone for the first time and they need tips and people will tell them, you need to go here. What are you into? First, that's the first and first thing I stress. Whatever you're into, focus on that because if yeah. you go there and you try to – you just you, – you're, 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 you're overwhelmed right away. Because of the people, you don't know where to go. The ushers really aren't, and the people there, they're helpful to a point. But you pretty much should do your homework on what you want to do first. So if you're really into video games, you got to look at the panels that are focusing on certain video games. There's a scheduled app that's on your phone that you can see every day. breaks down to the hour. Like 10 to 11 is the Black Ops 4 zombie panel. Or 11 to 12 is the Star Wars 10-year Clone Wars panel. So... You can go through the schedule every day and it breaks it down as to what you want to do. But you really have to go in with a game plan as far as what you're into and what you want to focus on. If you want to do Hall H, you're going to save a shitload of money because you're going to spend 24 hours just camping out and hanging out in a ballroom. So if you're going there on a low budget and you want to see movie stars, 
do the Hall H and just, just plan on not going in the exhibition hall. So you can't just um, be casual about it. I can't just be like, I'm just going to go and see what I see. I've got to. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. But if there's something you specifically want to see, then you got to do your homework on how you're going to see it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, like say, like for instance, what would, if you wanted to go and you could go next week, what would you, where would, what would you want to do or see first? I'd want to see this new Spider-Man game. I'd want to get that daily bugle special edition thing. Okay. And but I yeah, want to first. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. First thing you would do is just yeah. go figure out. They probably even going to have a panel and a walkthrough with the creators would have a panel. So if that's something you're really into, you're going to look that up and then you're going to find out where on the exhibition hall that they are, they have the game set up. And then you're going to figure out and ask some of the people at the Marvel booth whether you need a wristband or what line I got to say in to do that. And I, I got to plan my day around that, like a couple hours. I want to play that. Um, so and so yeah, it's a per, and sit. Same thing with The Walking Dead. If you wanted to go to The Walking Dead panel, it's like, okay, well, they're going to be – Saturday, they're going to be signing on the floor on their uh, their setup. So I don't want to go to Hall H, but I'd like to go see them. So I want to figure out what time The Walking Dead signing is. So you just kind of – you basically got to plan a couple days ahead as far as what you really want to do and what you want to see. But if you have no agenda and you could care less, you just want to people watch mm-hmm. and just and see what happens, you could do that as well. Well, let me. Can I? Sorry, guy. It's my no, last question. No, go ahead. Um, no, no, go ahead. What is a scam at Comic Con? What should I look out for in terms of like newbies are being scammed? Mm. Well, oh man, there's really not a lot of scams because of the hey, fact there's that Tom Cruise in this cave over here, man. Come look. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, always fall for that wherever I go. It's it's crazy. Scam in in terms of what? In terms of like maybe like. If you're a new person, you think you have to spend money on something, or maybe there is like a legit scam that the, they run on people who don't know any better about Comic Con. Uh, just know people what? on the that's, floor that scam you. That's really not. That's really not a thing, as far as um, okay. I haven't run into it. As far as a scam, um, everything's pretty cut and dry as far as what you plan on doing. Like I said, if you're going there with a limited budget and you want to see a lot of cool stuff and you just have no desire to buy exclusives, you could have a really good time. Yeah, You really could. And you can get lucky and run into a lot of people at the right time um, um, and a lot of uh, stars and stuff like that. Perfect example, Mike uh, Jason, my son's a big Star Wars fan. I mean, well, duh. <laughs> and... <laughs> And so um, we went to the Clone Wars 10-year panel. So when we were at the panel, they, they, they had the person that plays Anakin Skywalker, the voice actor, as well as the, the, the girl that voices Ahsoka Tano. So after Dave Filoni did his speech, he gave us a ticket where we could go pick up this limited edition Star Wars Clone Wars poster. We got the poster at two hotels down the way, and this poster – Already on eBay was going for like 120 to oh, 75 to 120 bucks for a free poster you got. Oh, dude, wow. I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna tell you guys about the poster situation, but after yeah. this story, real quick. But anyways, we got that poster. We put it in one of those hard plastic sleeves, so we started walking around the exhibition hall because we were just really happy that we were the first ones in the whole convention to see the trailer for the Clone Wars animated series that's coming back after 10 years. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Disney that was a good series. Can- yeah, Disney had canceled it or didn't want to bring it back before they acquired Star Wars. So, and after realizing the huge mess they've made at Star Wars, they thought, "Oh fuck, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got <laughs> exactly. to make the fans happy? Quick, quick, quick! quick, quick. Exactly. What's anything? They like that Clone Wars show. Get the, get it back ASAP." <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, Dave Filoni was like, it's not over yet. So they had that big hashtag, uh, Clone Wars saved, played the trailer. So yeah, so we're walking in the exhibition hall with that poster and we're just like, my son was like giddy. He was like, so, so the guy that was playing, that played the voice actor of Anakin was just right there in front of the Walking Dead booth with his wife pushing a stroller with his kid. Uh-huh. Nobody knew who in the hell he was. My kid's like, hey, that was the guy that that's Anakin, the guys that played Anakin's, uh, it does Anakin's voice in the Clone mm-hmm. Wars. So sure enough, man, we grabbed our little uh, Nike bag, pulled out our Sharpie, turned around, got that, got a, uh, got the poster. And sure enough, he was signed it. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Signed the poster. Just increased the value exponentially just for, just for him to sign it. And the guy had no problem yeah. signing it, didn't charge for it or anything. He was probably surprised that we even noticed who he was. So it should have been like, um, say that was awesome all around. Like, uh, you're not, you're not Hayden Christensen. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually better looking than Aiden Christensen. You should see this guy. He's a dime piece, man. (laughs) That's not possible. Aiden Christensen's gorgeous. Look him up. Look him up. I don't know. Just look at the guy. Calm down, Matt. I just like dime piece. I'm like, right. A dime piece. I'm going to use that game. Yeah. Matt Lanter? Yeah, there you go. I think so. If I say dime piece at work, all the guys think crackhead whore. Holy you guys shit. never heard Look dime piece? Guy. Or dime uh-huh. pig. Yeah, that's, never I heard hear it all the time. Yeah, we admin. hear that all the time. Oh, okay. Like Jason Momoa is a total dime piece. <laughs> He's like a 25 cent piece, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. But yeah, dude, that just little con con experiences like that happen like out of the blue that we you just don't plan for. Hold on. Um, so, anyways, let me go back to the. Let me give you the guys a poster spiel real quick. It's it's pretty cool. During the con, uh, throughout the day, there's a side booth that Marvel has set up. Well, actually, every booth has it set up, and they do random poster giveaways, which are only exclusive to Comic Con. Well, there is a uh, specific poster that the artist who does all the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, movies he does the artwork for. His name's Ryan Menderling. He has one of the posters that I did of, got of Thanos from Infinity War last year. Well, anyways, this year he uh, he had a poster that was coming out that was going to be revealed on the con floor that nobody had seen. So I asked him, what does it look like? He goes, well, I can't tell you, but I'm surprised it hasn't been spoiled by social media. He goes, you just need to walk around the uh, the uh, the Marvel booth and eventually it will show up. So sure enough, we left Ryan. We went, which is called Artist Alley, where all the artists – who do like comic books will sign either do commissions for you or they'll sign comics for you or they'll just bullshit with you or you could buy some of their work. Well, we left and went back to the Marvel booth and sure enough, like 10 minutes later, they had finished giving out some cloak and dagger poster and we see this lady pull this gigantic like uh, paper box out. Lays out all these freaking Thanos posters. So basically what it is, I think you guys seen the picture on my uncanny group. It's Thanos sitting down at the end of Infinity War. That is awesome. War. Yeah, and it says success. It's oh, like yeah, one of those motivations. Cool. Yeah, it's one of those motivations. Yeah. Well, check this out. We grabbed about four or five of them because we kept on like being real sneaky and like leaving, grabbing them, leaving, grabbing them. Um, so we grabbed about, I think five, I'm thinking a total of six, but then one ended up getting pretty jacked up on the, just just the way we put it in the what? tube, it ended up getting, yeah, I know, it ended up getting bent. <laughs> Was Rachel Moore anywhere in the vicinity <laughs> when this poster was ruined? 
You know what? She was at Comic-Con, so I did see a picture of her at Comic-Con. I don't think she was there, but there was a picture oh? of her. She, uh... Uh, I thought she was. She, was dressed, she wasn't dressed up as Cammy or no? She didn't she, show up this year. In the past. She didn't go this year, but that's – Oh, okay. That was an old video we had seen then. Oh. Well, anyway, so we got that poster. We got three of those posters, went back to Ryan's booth. Dude, yeah, he signed – posted in our chat. Yeah, he signed three of those posters for me. So we kept three of them unsigned, and we kept three signed. We rolled them up, put them in really fancy tubes, and we, we just basically took them back to the house where we had, were staying at, which is uh, – this year we didn't do a hotel. We actually stayed at my wife's uncle's house who uh, lives in San Diego. So we, it actually – we saved a shitload of money. That's so anyways, I put those posters up that night or a, uh, a couple of them. First one sold for 125 Second one sold for ninety five, and the third one sold for eighty five. So that, that's all your Comic Con money back. Yeah, exactly. So, so a, we still have three more sitting in here at the house that we're going to keep for our personal collection. But dude, you'd be surprised you, all this free shit you get. You can literally pay for your whole trip. That Halloween yeah. poster that I got, um, it's an yeah. eleven by seven Halloween poster. It's going for fifty five. Forty-nine to fifty-five dollars on eBay right now. That poster is currently my iPhone wallpaper. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. So, well, Bill Sinkowitz so the there. He was signing the poster. If you went back at four p.m., the guy that did the artwork for the poster. Um, the poster they were you were talking out- about. It says success in big words. It says the hardest choices require the strongest wills. Thanos. Did you see how he put the uh, his armor as like the scarecrow in the background? Yeah. So yeah, so Ryan is the guy that did the artwork for that. Um, I mean, he was at his booth. Super, super nice guy. But anyways, that Halloween poster, Ted, the the big one, the big twenty seven by forty. You had to have a wristband to get that early that morning, and then Bill Sinkowitz was going to sign it for you later on in the afternoon. Well, when you went to go pick up your poster, he was there ready to sign it. That poster right now is averaging on eBay between five ninety nine to seven forty nine for a free poster. Yeah, it's craziness. Yeah, it's a it's, badass poster though. I'll tell it's you that. a beautiful poster. It's got a texture to it that most posters don't have. So when you put your hands over it, it's got like a really hard texture. It's a really hard stock poster. I don't need I think I, I don't think I need any more Halloween posters though. I seriously have three framed Halloween. I have like the Halloween thirty fifth anniversary convention poster and now the Hall- I have the Halloween movie poster, I have the Halloween 3 poster and then they're having the Halloween 40th anniversary convention is this o- this October and I'm sure I'll have a poster from, from that. So it's like nothing but Halloween posters. Well, think about it. Michael Myers excited Thanos, about the newer one. Michael Myers yeah, my Thanos game. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I'm kind of excited. I'm not a Michael Myers fan, but I'm kind of kind of I was curious I, about the new I, one. Yeah, I dug the trailer. I, I heard the foot, they showed footage of it, and I heard it showed like uh, basically he just goes back to Haddonfield just to just go on a killing spree. And it, they said it's like the footage he's just going rampaging through houses, like going house to house, just murdering everybody he sees, or something like that. They said there's like I mean they said the footage is crazy. So I really think that panel that people saw the footage at, I think when you left is when you got that black wristband to go back and get the poster if you want it. But apparently some posters went unclaimed, and we were trying to see if we could buy one or even take one. And they're like, no, we're going to try to contact these people and let them know that they have a poster waiting for them before the con ends. But, dude, think about it. If you were to sell that poster while you're there at con for between $799 to to $600, you're going to end up paying for a lot of your trip. 
for a yeah. free fucking poster. That's a lot of coin, man. Ridiculous. Well, yeah. game, you know that that stupid uh, Sea of Thieves DLC that's going to be free in the game in like a month anyway? People are selling that for 40 50 bucks on eBay right now. Oh, yeah. It's, cr- it, it's a, stu- it's a fucking figurehead, right and they've already said, this is exclusive to Comic-Con, but we're going to put it in the game for everybody in like a month. So don't worry. And people are still paying fifty dollars for it. Well, they want, well, because they want to say they, they want to say they want it and they got it first. Yeah. So that's that's what, a lot of these people just want things right now. So eBay is going to be. Daddy, I want it now. <laughs> I don't care how. I want it now. eBay is going to be flooded all this week with all the stuff in case you want to just get it and just say you had it, even though you didn't go to uh, Comic Con. Somebody will get it to you because I think I spent today sending out about. I sent three posters out and four Star Wars novels um, that I sent out. So I made about seven hundred dollars. Just I'm gonna sell pictures of a the picture. (laughs) I'm gonna put in fine print. This is a pic of the pic. People, people, we dumb. You know, and the thing is, that's that's where the slippery slope is because you'll say that, and then you'll you'll it's clear as day. I remember back when like the Xbox 360 was coming out and everybody was paying a thousand dollars for it. A guy put, he said. He sold an Xbox box, and yeah. he literally said, "This is just the box. The console is not included." And it was—it was not like he was being sneaky. It was like right in the title. And some guys, people were bay- bidding like thousands of dollars, and the guys oh, like, "What box. the fuck? What the fuck do I do? I'm being clear as day, and clearly they just don't read." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, I don't know. Stupid is stupid does. I, have to, I think I'd have to mess with the guy be like, dude, you realize this is just the box. Oh, just yeah. want to make sure. So, Gabe, there, there was a lot of news that came out of Comic-Con. One is The Walking Dead. We, we got the confirmation from Andrew Lincoln that he's leaving the show. For me, I think it's whack that, they, that they're announcing this. Uh, possibly Michonne. Uh, Maggie, I think we know, is uh, leaving. But, but to let all these secrets out is killing me. Killing me as to why. Imagine the shocker. If we lost Rick Grimes on the show, which I, I don't think that, they're gonna, I don't think that we know kill. all this. No, it sucks that we know all this going. Yeah, into exactly. This. Yeah. What did you guys think of the trailer? Good. Yeah, I thought it was promising. Yeah, I, thought I thought it was, it was great. Good. I thought it was actually good. Yeah, I did. It got me excited. I hadn't been excited for Walking Dead in quite a while, but I thought the trailer had a different feel to it. It looks like a big story now, right? It looks like it, yeah, get epic with it. So hopefully, it felt they don't- very Civil War type. Like it was uh, like there's yeah. a, like going to be a civil war going on between all the different factions. Yeah. Um, as time goes that on, that poster is tight, man. The, the Halloween, Halloween poster. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's gonna be good. Um, but going back, but still, like going back to the second point, I see Rick in that. I see Michonne. I see Maggie. I'm just like, it'd be so awesome if we went into the season just one episode. Maggie gets killed, or Michonne leaves, or at the end Rick leaves. I'm like, whoa! Imagine like the effect. But now we're just every episode we're gonna be thinking like, how is this gonna lead to Rick leaving? Yeah, or is this the episode? Is this it? Is this yeah? It? Yeah. So Walking Dead has been horrible at that, by the way, keeping secrets. Speaker Daryl Norman Reeves be like, you got to fucking tune in, man. You ain't going to believe this shit, man. Rick, I don't know. Going up and smoke, brother. Let's I just say know. if you got a best buddy, hold him tight tonight because sometimes you lose your best buddy on a show like and, Rick. Yeah, and then he would post a photo of himself with Rick Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> hold your best buddy. It's like I'm holding Rick here. <laughs> no connection between what I'm saying, but hold him. They might be Michonne. I mean, Mich- Mich- gone, gone by the next uh, episode. Yeah, <laughs> they, I can say what I want because I'm Norman Reedus, and they can't do shit about it. 
Yeah, I've got plot armor. Ain't I'm, sick, I'm sick of Daryl. I swear. Yeah, he's gonna kill the show. Uh, he almost killed everyone last season with that hole in the wall stupid idea. Yeah, but didn't you say you, it was supposed to be like a civil war? I think people. I think yeah, Gabe mentioned like yeah, it looked like it looked like that they were going that way towards the end of the trailer. Like all the different factions were eventually gonna like fighting amongst themselves, like between civil Maggie war? against Rick and. It felt like it. And then Daryl's going to yeah. just snap at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the season. It has yeah. to be balanced. I just don't think they can kill Rick because he said Rick Grimes. Yeah, you know, I'll always be Rick Grimes. So not the fear. show with the last long enough. But what if where does he fear? where does he go in that world? Well, where does he take off to? That's the only fear. thing. Maybe he's going to go to Texas and meet up with Morgan. Yeah, everybody wants off, right? Everybody, you know, a lot of people want off The Walking Dead. Now, tell me, where's Chandler Riggs now? He's already forgotten. Yeah. Chandler you know what I mean? Yeah. Carl, Carl had exactly. a son in the show? <laughs> but, but what I'm saying, you know, all these, you know, I think that they're doing, I think they're doing, uh, you know, suicide for their career. I mean, you're on the biggest show like this, and they're wanting to get off the show, and I don't want to do it. And it's, I, don't I think, think they're Carl jumping into off, though. I don't think he did either. But I'm saying, look how, how big he was. And I, I give it a couple years, he won't even be Conworthy See, what's, what's so dumb is, Carl should, Carl should, if Carl was still in the show, I'd be like, let Rick die. And then Carl, it's going to be about Carl continuing his dad's work. But they fucking, for some dumb reason, they killed them in the wrong order. See, that's the way the, the comic book is trying to set it up, where eventually yeah. I thought Rick was going to die. And then basically... Uh, uh, what's his name? Chandler Riggs's character, Carl, turns into the Rick Grimes, and he can't say Judith. Judith is—they showed Judith in the trailer. She's like three years old, so it can't be about her. Just think, three more years, they can send her out to kill a moose. So does Maggie <laughs> lose the baby? Because they didn't show anything no, about her. Having... I saw the baby. The baby's in the trailer. She's yeah, the baby's in the trailer. No, but is that her baby though? It looks like she's just holding somebody else's. No, baby. It, I, I look. I looked really close to that baby's face, and it clearly had Chinaman eyes. <laughs> okay, and I'm not even joking. I, I actually ran it back and I said, that's, a, that's an Asian baby. Ran it back. Excuse me, excuse me he's Korean. <laughs> Chinaman. Excuse me, he's from another country. Korean. No, but that was an, that was a, that was an Asian baby she was holding. Okay, okay, good. Because I, I didn't pay attention to the baby. I thought they just kind of handed her the baby, and all of a sudden I'm thinking maybe they're trying to show that that's hers. I just maybe assumed that was her. the time jump, and the baby was born, and. <laughs> All of a sudden, it was still flat stomach. She never even had a pregnant stomach. No. No, she never did. But I think it, they just but is it show suicide that. losing Rick Grimes, Gabe? I think it is. But I'm not kidding. It is, uh, only if, it is only if they think, though, that they're going to get ready to end the show in a couple seasons. If they have a then plan. I think, then, yeah. then I think it's like if it's like a Breaking Bad, we're like, hey, we're we're finishing up at season ten, and we're and we're going out the way we want to go out, and we've already had it written. So kind of like Game of Thrones, where we've heard that Khaleesi and uh, Jon Snow and Macy Marcy, whatever the one that plays the the, the young sister, they've all filmed their final scenes. So right. something's going on in Game of Thrones that is going to make it final as well. So I'm wondering if Rick. And the Walking Dead uh, writers just pretty much in Robert Kirkman know that we've only got a couple seasons left. So maybe maybe it's one but, season of Rick being gone and then the final sh- season of how life is without Rick. 
Doesn't this feel like this should just be the last season it this really year? Does. I think so, it too. Does. Yeah. It does. But, you know, Kerman, we always read to her, you know, he doesn't always agree with AMC. He's got to be he's got to be angry about all these decisions that's going on with his, you know, his invention. He's rich. He's, he's fine. Either that or he has so many other projects going on that he's just like, okay, I, I did the Walking Dead thing. I've got yeah. so many else other ones I've going got, on. I've got my new project. It's called the... The the running, the running <laughs> lack of life people. Like, yeah, the jogging zombies. It's called jogging zombies. Maybe yeah, you that's... do a Walking Dead series set in medieval times. Maybe. Oh, yeah. No, Evil did. Evil it, could, it couldn't be canon though, because then people would know about zombies. Uh, yeah, I mean, it couldn't be linked to the to the Rick Grimes one though. What was your favorite part of the They Kong already era, made a great Steve. Walking Dead movie set in medieval times, Tiger Claw. It was called Army of Darkness. That's what I was saying. Uh, well, game, yeah, that's yeah, right. Give me, your, give me your yes. highlights. What was your favorite uh, Discovery show? Your natural oh, high. Natural. You know what? You know, you guys know me. I'm the big DC hater. I actually enjoyed the Aquaman trailer. I what? really did. I, that yeah. trailer, I, I need an Advil after watching that trailer. That looked pretty damn badass. The characters that yeah. came out were pretty true to the comics. We got Black Manta, Ocean Ma- Ocean Master, Queen Mira. Dude, it looked pretty impressive. I was and even Shazam looked fun. That's like Shazam the gonna be really the, cute. Actually. Yeah, it looks like the ant the Ant Man of the uh, DC universe. It, it looks to me like it's kind of dead Deadpoolish, but without the you know vulgarity because it seems like it's a very self aware. It's goofy. Gotta be yeah. making fun of Superman, and it se- yeah, it seems like Deadpool, but more kid friendly. Uh, but yeah, and they're doing the thing like it's not the DCEU, it's like the the world of worlds of DC. They're calling it where it's like almost feels like they're like, okay, we fucked this up, but we're gonna sort of just forget the past, and we're just gonna have these sort of standalone movies with Aquaman, and then one with Shazam, and then one with Jared Leto Joker, and then one with Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Fuck it, and then one with this, and one with you know, and. It's gonna. It's it, it. almost feels like it's not, not gonna, gonna be part be a of a Joker. It's not gonna be part of a continuity anymore. That's how it feels to me. Like it's not gonna be MCU where it's a perfect, almost mind-boggling continuity. There's gonna kind of be standalone things because with Wonder Woman, they totally implied that nobody had seen her in a hundred years since. You know, between there is some continuity, uh, first, but it's gonna be like a shared multiverse. But between the first Wonder Woman and. They sort of implied the end of Batman v Superman is the first time Wonder Woman had appeared since the since World War One, and now they're just like, oh no no fuck it, she was running around in '84 just fighting <laughs> through malls and shit in front yeah, of thousands of people. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, that's bizarre how that's gonna. So they'll like, do a memory erasing kind of trope or something she, like th- that. This footage leaked, and the thing is, they're they're going for the '80s thing. You know, '80s is popular, Stranger Things, everything. They're doing this '80s Wonder Woman movie, and it's called Wonder Woman '84. And the footage, they, this leaked footage got out, and I swear to God, it looked like the Linda Carter Wonder Woman show. And I think I kind of love that, but she's running through this 80s mall. You know, it, you, Have you seen the trailer for Stranger Things Season 3, anybody? Yes, which it looked yes. awesome, by the way. It looks yeah. like the mall from the Stranger Things Season 3, and she's like sliding, yeah. and then she goes off the center, and it's like oh, it's yeah. just swinging across on her lasso. <laughs> it's like, get the fuck out of here. But see, how, like you said, how are they going to justify that she was – in in that universe, and then all of a sudden, just shows up at BVS. You want to know it's, how they're going to justify it? It's called. Tell me, tell me. I'll tell you how. They're not. 
<laughs> they don't care. Say, fuck it. They're gonna say fuck it. They don't care. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, uh, okay. They're, they're, I think they're kind of gonna They're gonna kind of pretend Batman. It's like the X Men universe. There's no, Justice there's League. no rhyme or reason yeah. to it. The X Men yeah. universe does the same exact thing. The continuity for that universe is terrible. But, you know, at least DC's kind of realized. You're like, look, we got They we went. I kind of like the dark stuff, but they went so dark, and now you look at like. Wonder Woman 84, Aquaman, Shazam, it all looks so happy and, you know, and colorful and, Wonder and all Woman this. Wonder Woman 84, she looked like the Linda Carter one. She, her, you know, I've noticed what's funny is her. they show a picture of her costume. Like she has granny panties on bad. You she's watch around, she's got like the wow. big, big hair. Her hair is a lot bigger, like the '80s was too. And she's her costume. She's wearing the same costume she had, but it's the red. You know, like in in Justice League and in the first Wonder Woman and BBS, she's wearing the red costume, but it's very dull red, like very dull. The red is like vibrant red in yeah, I, in, in the costume in the '80s. Yeah, I'm curious about the whole 1984 settings because a lot of good stuff came out in 1984. 1984, like the go, you know. We've yep. talked about it here on the show. A lot of people claim 1968, the Summer Love, 69, you know, the, the doo-wop era. But I think the golden age for us was 1984, and I think it trumps oh, yeah. all those. I love the like 80s. Like E.T., mm. but 1984, you know, I was nine years old. It's like Stranger Things, the, the year it came out, and all the video games, and Thriller, and, and yes, all that stuff. Van, Van Halen, you know, Van Halen's 19, album, 1984. I, I tell you right now, believe me, that, believe me now, when... The Wonder Woman 84 movie comes out. There will be a scene where she's running and fighting and flipping the air. They're going to start blaring Van Halen's jump. Might as well jump, jump. You're going to hear that famous uh, keyboard. So are they bringing back Chris Pine somehow? You think, Some weird, uh, you think they will do a version of the classic Wonder Woman theme? Not the not the one Wait. from the last movie, but the, the from the TV show. Wait, Tiger, you're making a good point. I just want to jump back quickly. How are they bringing back Chris Pine? Maybe it's gonna be like, could it be his like his brother or like his his <laughs> dad, like, just like his I twin have, brother? I have, or some information, like I have some information about this. If you'd like to hear it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Subz, Sub, our good friend Subzi used to watch the Lin, the Linda Carter Wonder Woman show. I watched and, it, and he told Every week. me he told I me too. that. Part of that show took place in like the World War times, and then part of it took place in like the '60s and later on. And she was in love with a guy that was basically the Chris Pine character. Oh and yeah, he, yeah. And then nice. the same. And then when she got up to the '60s and '70s, the same actor continued to be the love interest, but he was the grandson oh. of the guy. Oh. So they're following that shit from the Linda Carter. That's show. He's gonna terrible. Be- <laughs> Oh well, the guy's name is Steve Trevor. That's a famous comic maybe, book. Maybe she's some always time travel with thing him or something. So she goes back and yeah, she, 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 she was through all of Justice League again. She was crying about I lost someone a hundred years ago. I lost. Someone. Well, you saw him in '84, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman. It's a game. DC's just said fuck it. They have said fuck it. Gabe, I had a question I want to ask you. Me and you, you were kind of the same age and talking about 1984. One downfall for 1984 that sucked, being nine years old. I remember being back in the day, you know, the Michael Jackson coats were out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but, but everybody wore the fingerless gloves, the leather gloves with the, the you know, twirl your knuckles had holes in it and stuff. Yeah, I had a pair of those. I thought they were so badass. 
but, but in 1984, my hands were too small to fit those fucking gloves. My dad wore them. My dad wore them. And I would put them things on, and, and, and no way my hand would fill that glove up. It would it would piss me off. And I'd just be sitting there trying to hold my balls and break dance and stuff <laughs> in the room. But, but those gloves would never fit me back then. Do you, do you remember that, Gabe, just being too small to, to rock those gloves? <laughs> uh, they didn't have dude, kids I, I, Okay, okay. I was a huge – I was a big Michael Jackson fan, but I appreciated his music after the fact. So I think when 1980s some was going on, I was more into metal. I was more into like the rock stuff. Um, I appreciated Michael Jackson, but I never wanted to have like the jacket or the 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 uh, the gloves or anything like that. That was just not my thing. I I think let's see, 84. What, I think like Ice Cube, Breaking, Turbo, all that yeah. stuff. So I was probably more into that stuff um, than I was into the Michael Jackson stuff. It was just too poppy at the time, but. I guess I didn't appreciate the what music a, and him until era. later on. Yeah, it was it was amazing. 1984 era. is. Uh, I agree. It was a good year. Well, check this out. She's doing the 84 thing. Well, Captain Marvel next year, uh, Brie Larson is doing all 1990. So that's going to be all. That's going to be heavily 1990 influenced. But see, her story makes so much sense. You're going to understand why she had to leave. To go to do the intergalactic stuff, and that's why Samuel Jackson was able to contact her at the end of Infinity War. They're going to explain that reasonably, whereas DC has no fucking clue how they're going to explain it. <laughs> um, Marvel will explain it just fine. So you're going to see people that came out in the Guardians of the Galaxy, like Ronin's going to come out. You're going to see how uh, Nick Fury lost his eye. You're going to see Agent Coulson get uh, become into S.H.I.E.L.D. for the first time. You're going to see the uh, a lot of the yeah the scrolls from the Fantastic Four are going to be the main villains, um, and so no, I'm sure is you, that, so is that a setup for the is that a setup for the inevitable 20th Century Fox buyout and Fantastic Four series we're probably going to get. Well, if you, yes and no, because the Shatari are actually which are the ones that Thanos his minions those are actually like scroll hybrids. So the scrolls have kind of always been there, but they couldn't say scrolls until the deal or until an agreement went through. But they had Captain Marvel filmed before the whole Fox deal went through. So they must have done a negotiation beforehand to get Those the scrolls. Yeah. And then now that they've got them, that that that'll lead them perfectly into into a Fantastic Four. Now that the now budget of this movie is probably going to be a lot more because they have to spend a lot at making Samuel L. Jackson and. Um, What's his name? Agent Coulson to be Coulson. a lot younger. Well, they did it with Michael Douglas with Ant Man. They did yeah. it with Robert yeah, Downey. I mean, with, those uh, were like little little small scenes. But if they're going to be in the entire movie, that's a lot of uh, CGI for them to make them look young. If they're in the entire movie. dude, we're they're, talking about Disney. They've, they can, they've, they they they're, they're printing money right now. They don't care. No. <laughs> they don't care. How much you, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, Oh shit! Now I totally lost my train of thought. It was a Fantastic Four. Oh, I said, do you think that they're going to say that deal goes through? Like right, like any say it goes through tomorrow, and Infinity War, you know, two or whatever. They're they're working on that right now. They're totally going to have that. Done. They're totally going to have the scene where everybody claps, where they where, where they're going to win the war, and and Elizabeth Olsen's going to be standing there, and they're going to be like, "You did so well." 
it's time you were given a name, Scarlet Witch. Because they've not, they've not been able to say that name because of the copyright, but now they can say it. They're yeah. totally going to d- give her the name at the end. Everybody's going to go, oh, my God. And your true father's name is Magneto. So now I they can say that, too. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be cool. So now they can bring the X in. So I don't know if that's – I don't know if we'll ever see a Hugh Jackman reprise his Wolverine role, but um, – I, I, I love Hugh Jackman, but I think it's a whole new thing. They need a new yeah. thing, new Wolverine, new everything. I agree. I think the guy that would be the best Wolverine would be uh, Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood. I think he would be awesome. I've heard people say that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Glenn yeah, Danzig. He, to... he can still do it. Can you do a Canadian accent? That's, That's the thing. John, what, what was it about Glenn Danzig? When I was a kid, every like this was before the internet. He's Wolverine, man. Everybody wanted Glenn Danzig to be Wolverine when I was like thirteen. And yeah. This was, even though there was no social media, somehow it just sort of was an unspoken thing. <laughs> he had the chops, man. <laughs> yeah, what it took. Yeah, Scott, well, I mean, that was supposed to be Wolverine. Who? Del Del Grey Scott. Uh, he was, he was he supposed was, to be Wolverine. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. But what happened is he was gonna be Wolverine, but then he got cast in um, Mission Impossible Two, and uh, he never was heard from again. And Hugh Jackman became Hugh Jackman. What a shame! Yeah. That's crazy. But Gabe, I do want to thank you for coming on the show, man. We no, all I have a question for Gabe. Go I have a question. Well, Sean's got to get to a movie. Go Sean's got to get to Unfriended. I want to know what that how that goes. So something we haven't addressed. <laughs> Real quick, real quick. Marvel fan, Gabe. How do you feel yes, about the James yes, yes. Gunn situation? Oh, I'm oh, upset man. about that. That's dumb. Um, so what happened? I, I, okay. you know, I, I understand why he was fired, but also there's part of me that's like, oh, we're never going to get the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. We're and there was no hardware. Well, a lot of people are that saying that either. A lot of people are saying that they may get that Wakiti Tahiti guy, the guy that did Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Too. Which would be great. Which would be perfect. Which would be perfect. Yeah. The only thing about the James Gunn thing is that Okay, I, he's the one guy that if Disney decides or or gets redemption or maybe come back, this is the one case that I think where they may possibly bring him back. Maybe. I, I mean, there's already a petition out there. The co-stars are going to bat for him. Um, the problem is, is that he was a trauma guy from back in the days. So they kind of knew what they were getting with this guy. He was kind of a loose cannon to begin with. He just kind of he just kind of uh, got in line to to make these movies, but James Gunn was pretty hardcore back in the day as far as what he was putting well, what out. What he, he was. I mean, he, what, what, he, I just, what, he made some shitty jokes ten years ago, and they yes. it got dug up about and, raping kids, right? But it was out of like there were shitty jokes, and he admitted there were shitty jokes. But I think they were in reply to people. He was just trying to be offensive because James Gunn before he was famous by Disney, like he was. An edgy writer. Like, yeah, he was with Troma, which is does yeah. the Toxic Avenger and a lot of that crap. Because like Andrew Dice Clay. But let me get because um, the same thing no! also happened. The same thing also happened to Dan Harmon today. They uh, they went back. Dan Harmon's the creator of Rick and Morty. They went back to his uh, like comedy days, and he had a sketch where he did Dexter, but he was like accosting a young girl, like a young girl doll, and now he's being told right. like you might lose your career. It's getting out of hand. Go, go back. Look, at the Chris, look at the Chris Hardwick situation. You need to go delete all your old tweets. If you're, if you're famous and you I just uh, look. go delete I, all your old tweets. That- I just <laughs> look. Chris Hardwick has not put a show out since the Cobra Kai. But the, the thing. The 1st of June. I, I thought he was still putting out shows, but he stopped. Pod- it, everything. His world stopped. 
I think my my issue is that you're going back into creative types back like backstory. You're going like these are creative types. Idiot. They're they got their they got famous because they're edgy and they're pushing boundaries. And you're saying you told some offensive jokes ten years ago. Well, no shit. But he also brought you shit tons of money because he's willing to take chances and and be fame like edgy. So Disney profited off of James Gunn being who he is, and now they're saying because of who you are, you can't work with. It's just. Uh, but see the time we're living in with this whole yeah. I'm not I'm not excusing what he did between the me too and then the things that you stay in your past. I mean the Pandora's box been open, dude. So you, you really can't put things back. You're the people are going to go far back and judge you on things you said whether it be 10 years ago or 2 weeks ago. Unfortunately, yeah. that's that's I mean you it, that's just the world we live in, unfortunately, dude, and I'm it's fucked. just going to keep yeah, if, you're fine. If I become yeah. kind of famous, they have just they go back in a VGO and hear some of those episodes I did. Jeez, I think the problem the problem James Gunn had is that they said he deleted ten thousand tweets, and I don't know if all of those were, but he was he was just making all these crazy comments about how much he likes to fuck children. That's what the yeah. joke. That's where all the line. If you're working for Disney, I guess. Yeah, and I don't really know what the line, <laughs> what what the joke was, because you read him, he's like. Yeah, I was in the movie theater the other day, and I saw this little kid next to me, and I grabbed him and fucked the shit out of him. It's like, well, what's the joke? There's a, and I think the problem is he works at Disney, which is the biggest yeah. kids company in the world. And the second they hear the word pedophilia, they're like, no, no, go yeah. away. And that's the that's the problem. But he he was totally. And they they amped- must have a hard yeah. They must have a hard line that they go off of. And unfortunately, whether it's ten years ago or like I said two weeks ago, he he crossed that line. So but you know he what? is bigger than gun. It's also maybe just uh, you know stemming anything from the future because if anything happens and they knew that he did these tweets, they they couldn't say like they didn't know, right? Now that it's out there, they had no choice but yep. to fire him. They were all, See, that's always the problem. there. Yeah. That's the problem. If people, they were there when he was hired. If we if they let it slide and it comes out after Marvel becomes and everything becomes I mean it already is really big, but if it ever comes back down the road, the backlash of them defending him or keeping him around could be way worse yeah. than if they just there, you know the what? butt right now. It, was, it wasn't he done with the script because I'm pretty I, I followed him and I think he said he was yes. done. So I'm thinking Disney owns the script he wrote. They probably have it. They're like, okay, we got his script. We're just going to change a few words and get his name off of it, and then we're going to go get the Thor Ragnarok guy who's proven he can do this exact type of movie. It's going to be fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And well, you even sense. said it too, Ted, about getting the Russo brothers. That they yeah. added, uh, they added the Guardians portion, even though they had James Gunn help for Infinity War. So yeah. between that Tahiti guy or whatever he pronounced his name, and then the Russo brothers, they could totally pull it off. And they have they have James Gunn's script, which I think is done, or at least his story. So I I, I don't know, but I think uh, I, I think when the movie comes out, there's going to be people that are like ba- like calling for bannings of the movie because James Gunn. What happened to James Gunn? And whatever. But I'll still see it. <laughs> I'll still be I'll there still day one it. saying it. Yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. All right, Sean, go. I want to know what happens in uh, Unfriended. Go watch. Yeah, it. yeah. I'm going to go see it. So let's get to the wrap up show. Gabe, thanks so much for coming on. We always look forward to hearing your Comic Con talk. And uh, and you do it. Oh, oh and, the last thing, and the glass the glass trailer looked amazing. Glass the uh, third. Oh, yeah, that, that did look good. Yeah, yeah it did. Look good. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Godzilla. Uh, so game. Oh, now that <laughs> you, that yeah. looks amazing. That gave me goosebumps. That trailer. You got Mothra really and whatever three headed Hydra. Hydra. They're just going <laughs> for it now. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. But game, where can people find you, man? All the links everywhere. Uh, just find me on Gabriel Lea under Facebook under my Uncanny X Pros uh, private group. Oh uh, yeah, 
OLEA, if you guys want to jump in, I'll just send an invite and I'll bring you right on in. That's pretty. That's pretty much all I do, dude. I'm not, I troll Twitter just to, but I never post anything. So I'm all about just Facebook. And honestly, if I didn't have Uncanny X Pros, I think I would have left Facebook a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> But you get to talk to us. But I, I love you Me guys. Too, yeah, I love you guys. I wish I could keep Messenger and I, I, I'm trying yeah, to find exactly. a way to keep Messenger and stay off Facebook. <laughs> I totally agree. I think well, you can only, only if you use timeline. Only yeah. if you use your phone. Regular. I think you can use the yeah. app. This Thursday, I think I'm having dinner with Norma. Oh, really? That's awesome. Oh, really? Yep. That's in North awesome. Carolina. Me and uh, yeah. Jay Lee is trying to line it up for Thursday night. Uh, Knuckleball is highest forever, I think, and uh, I have Thursday off. Yeah, do it up. I've talked yeah. to her uh, a couple of days ago. She's uh, she wants to come back. She's trying. I never yeah. talk anymore. So yep. That's... So Ted, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, Tedekin on everything, and uh, my VGO scary scary show. Thanks. Uh, hopefully this week will be up. Ted's played a scary game, Silent Hill Two, breaking it down, and uh, stay tuned for that. Real quick, before we leave, i got to tell Ted, real, it's like five seconds. Uh, Ted, while I was at the Comic-Con, I signed up for one month of free Shudder. You know, that you've done a wide thing. A booth, and, uh, they had a booth there. They had a booth there, and as long as I signed up, they gave us these cool uh, cat, these Shudder caps. If you give me your address, I'll send them to you, dude. I, don't, I really don't need them, but they were pretty cool. There were these, uh, there were these things that you got just for signing up for a free month. So I'm well, going to check it out. You get a Shudder on here. A shutter cap? What do you mean a cap? I don't know. I'll, I'll send you a picture of what it looks like. like. A shower like cap? Eyeball. It's got like an eyeball with like a bloody eyeball or something. Well, I'll, I'll I definitely will. And, and by the way, they're, they announced this is real quick. Greg Nicotero is making uh, – they're, they're doing Creep Show, the television show run by Greg Nicotero coming exclusively Sweet. to Shutter. It's going to be awesome. And they're also bringing back Joe Bob Briggs because that thing was so popular, it crashed. So to me, yeah, Shutter so is – I've got a free month coming to me. So I'm Shutter's becoming awesome. So – so, but uh, Matt, where can people find you? At Matt McFly, M A T T O M C F L Y, Video Game Outsiders. Also, uh, the Video Game Outsiders app, uh, Voices of Gaming with Matt Bradford. Uh, doing some, doing some. You got to get there. a Gears of War guy, Matt. So I can. I really off. do. Yeah, no, I really. Nice. Yeah. I will. We, I, sure. I guarantee you, we could get uh, Dominic Santiago. I, yeah. I know I've him. I've actually know him kind of well. You want? Do you want to try to contact him? Yes, Can we try to yes. get you, uh, 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 Carlos Farrow on your show? If I, I do that, Gabe, you come on the show. That would be fun. Yes, and I'll have a much more. better connection by then. We'll, right. we'll, work, we'll work it out, man. <laughs> well, let, right. me, let me know. And I, like I said, I'm friends with him on Please. Facebook, and I see him at every convention. And he, he, like, no, he, he sees me. He's like, hey, bro, what's up? He knows me. So Pass that along. Awesome. The B team had Marcus on their very first episode. Oh, he's a big-time voice actor. The guy that yeah. Yeah. John, what's his name? John Magmink. Love it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, John. He's huge. He's Jake from uh, Adventure Time. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You find me on Twitter.com slash Freeman Daddy 5. My Xbox One gamer tag is Freeman Daddy 7. And follow and my DJ page, Facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy, as I do a lot of DJing and uh, kind of starting a new path with that. So check it out. Facebook.com forward slash DJ Freeman Daddy. And leave us a review if you like what you're listening to. Leave us a review and please visit. ZombieResearchSociety.com is uh, we are their official radio show, and I do want to thank the mighty All Games Radio Network, Mr. Gabriel Olea, Tedekin, Madam McFly, myself, Freeman Daddy Five. We call episode ZombieCast two ninety five. The total wrap. Yay! Thanks, Gabe. <laughs>
Later, bitches. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.